There we go. Welcome back. Welcome to this next, next or first, or I don't know exactly. Are you consuming those things, these things in here? I don't know. Don't know you. Can't really tell. Just very hot day in Sydney today. Like it has been for the month or two, I would say don't actually remember the last time I felt cold anywhere, you know? But that's the way that the seasons happen, and that's the way that the world, you know? That's the way that the planet turns around. The globe, it spins and changes temperature because I guess the sun is closer, so that's why it's hot. And yes, it is. There's a bunch of hot stuff in Sydney at the time. And it's very sweaty. And air cons are working around the clock everywhere. And especially inside my house. I went to Bondi today, you know, got, got myself a a. a Big dose of the vitamin S. S that stands for sun. It was pretty pretty intense in there today. Didn't stay very long. Didn't stay very long. It was a short stay because it was hot. Let's get going. I have the number. Let's see what sort of shenanigans ensues today okay bruce springsteen born to run another 70s sort of singer songwriter i think i have been speaking about some of them but not too many i think paul simon and bob dylan and pink floyd are things from the 70s and all that uh gene clark is probably the only one actually from the 70s I was thinking many, many, many times this week about listening to Nebraska, which is the album that succeeded this one here. I think it's one of the one of the next ones, because Born to Run was was for sure a big hit within the boss within the boss's career. Born to Run was definitely. Uh, a big hit. I no, I think that Nebraska comes after Born in the USA. So, I, and that's also a a major breakthrough. Uh, no, no, no. I'm mixing everything up. Okay, so yes, Born to Run, and then Nebraska, and then Born in the USA. Because even though Born to Run is a very very big hit in his career. It was the first breakthrough that he had. Um, and then, obviously, uh, The River, it's a very big album as well. But Born to Run was the, the one, like, radio-wise, was it had a lot of spins, right? It had a lot of um, a lot of recognition. It was the first album from him that really got into the American's uh, conscience, right? And then... He secluded himself and and did some other more quiet things. 
So, okay. What am I saying? What am I doing here? I'm just explaining the whole discography without any any structure to it. So let me let me just present the artist first. If you haven't heard of Bruce Springsteen, which you might be a person that's not very, <laughs> very, uh, you know, knowledgeable about American music, perhaps American pop music. The guy is pretty much the dad of arena rock and Americana, and he blends a lot of uh, different styles within his his uh, within his career and what he what he does as a singer songwriter. So it's pretty much the 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 energy of rock and roll with the heart of country, with the heart of blues. And obviously the sensibility, singer-songwriter sensibility of pop music, of pop rock. So you can think of basically anything from the 60s, from the early, early 70s, folk rock and that sort of thing. He is sort of more a more urban and more approachable version of those artists. So an artist pretty much steeped in the blues tradition, the folk rock tradition, and the pop rock tradition as well, with that attitude of um, arena rock sort of thing. Very present in American culture, outside music as well, has sort of a voice in terms of politics, has sort of a voice in terms of uh, influence in a lot of things. It's He's somewhat of a somewhat of a part of the royalty you can say in america in the the you know after the 70s i believe bob dylan and and bruce springsteen new young you, you you name it right those guys uh he has sort he has sort of a, the gravitas of those pop artists uh, stella reputation stella public image pretty much seeing uh, seen as the as a very wise man and i believe that he is i believe that he would be uh, a, a very salt of the earth uh, human being that at least my impression um, not exactly a middle eastern right middle easterns are usually known for that sort of thing he's from new jersey so he carries that sort of new yorkian uh, east coast yeah east coast sort of energy to him and Born to Run is the first album that put him on the map. Exactly. So his first album, I believe, is pretty much very much country oriented. It has sort of like a bluesy sort of country feel to it, as far as I can remember. Never listened to it actually, but it. it I remember listening about listening commentaries about his discographies and that was the consensus there that born to run was the like the first thing to break the broke the mode of his public persona and actually brought him into a celebrity status as a major player in the game status in 75 so he would go to probably define uh, what 
American singer-songwriter, pop artist would become a lot of the 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 frontmans of bands from the 70s they you know went into solo careers after and in in the 80s especially and they sort of mimic what Bruce Springsteen was doing uh in the mid 70s the early 70s and so on right uh, they sort of imitated that sort of idea uh and, and approach to the to you have a big band you know um behind you and but you sort of spearhead the the um, the singers the singing the singing and the composing and all that sorry i'm really uh really hit stroke today so i'm sounding a little bit more uh stupid than usual perhaps okay so really sad he, he really set the stage for what a middle-aged singer-songwriter rock and roll sort of dad would be in the 80s and and so on and so on it wasn't the only one but definitely the success of his career uh brought that to the table and that was the first musical breakthrough it, it is pretty much still embedded somewhat in the tradition of um southern rock perhaps i i, I feel like they it has some of some almond brothers uh in there it has some new young in there uh this album this particular album born to run because it has longer tracks it has more expensive and uh ex expensive right and 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 long-winded storytelling inside the tracks longer sort of bobby bobby dylan-esque sort of approach still he was pretty compared with he, he was very very much compared with bobby dylan at the beginning of his career uh sort of you know I, i'm not sure if it was because the voice exactly because he also has some sort of nasal voice so that probably had you know some people saying oh he's sort of a he's a more bluesy more rock and roll or arena rock less weird and more approachable and way more handsome right in my opinion um than bob dylan in, in, a, in a sense that he photographs it's very very easy to understand what he's about right even though he is a complex in the songwriter and you know all of that but it's very easy to understand oh bruce springsteen okay so you you probably can line 50 other similar artists to bruce springsteen you know and then you just go the different variations of that and how that plays about in bands and how that influences uh folk music how that influences like you name it, you know, like uh, hair metal or heavy metal in 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 a, in a broader sense. You know, you had that those ramifications of him as a such a big figure in music. Obviously, he influenced all sorts of walks of life, right? Being so ubiquitous in American culture, and you have in Born to Run what is possibly the best use of a saxophone in a rock and roll song 
he has a an, an amazing solo uh, of, a, of a saxophone that is featured in the complete sleeve of the of the album uh, born to run right it's the it's the title track so he rambles a lot he uses a lot of the energy of his performance to just really hammer the energy the the the, the folk rock bluesy rock energy on this album it's an incredible record so if you just put if you just google bruce springsteen Born to Run, you can see the sax player there in question. So he is part of the of the complete sleeve of the album. Uh, if you unfold it, right, you can see his figure there because he is really a very important uh, instrumental uh, instrumental inst instrumentalist on this particular record. Uh, he, Clarence Kleeman, yes, uh, he defines. Uh, what the album sounds like, uh, you can imagine the you can imagine Bob Dylan's Blonde and Blonde, which was released like nine years before this record here. You can imagine a a version of that record if you check that record out. I talked about it already. You know, if if you if you think about the um, the folk rock, very much embedded in the bluesy a lot of brass and heavy percussion and very electrical and you imagine a muscular sort of uh, i want to say led zeppelin but not really not necessarily like it but somewhat yeah but given the influence that led zeppelin has with the with the blues uh side of things you know with the with the um, with the yes, not, not not country so much. Bruce Springsteen is more country, but you 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 get the idea, right? And you have the saxophone saxophone here. I believe is the let me get the track list. The track Jungle Land, which is the the track with the saxophone from Clarence Clarence Clement Clements, yeah, session musician that ended up being like a legendary figure so it's it's actually the last song jungle land finishes up everything in a really aggressive and epic state of affairs okay so the the background of the whole album up until that point is that he had released two albums before that didn't find much commercial or critical success with those records so he sort of went all in with this album in here. And um, he really did. He galvanized American spirit in a way on this album. The American persistence and, and like the all in attitude, you know, that you must have if you're an American. If you're trying to deal with that uh, level of competition perhaps i don't know i'm not an american i'm a brazilian so i don't have that perspective brazilians usually just complain how they don't have anything you know and how everybody is better so 
I don't have any idea psychologically how to explain or how to compare anything that I ever felt with that sort of thing. But it is sort of like the um, to really show people what he is about. I think that the album has that feeling uh, behind it. And it definitely did because, you know, the man went to be the probably one of the biggest names of at least people that came came up within the 70s. I think that he is the biggest 70s, purely 70s singer-songwriter. You have obviously bigger guys like him producing in the 70s, around the 70s, but he definitely was the one that kind of determined that time. You know, he kind of... If if every decade has sort of a musical number that defines it, Michael Jackson in the eighties, Nirvana in the nineties, you know, um, Bling era hip hop in the early two thousands, and who knows what the fuck, you know, in in later late two thousand tens and whatever, he is sort of the seventies. Of that in American music, at least. Of course, you have Stevie Wonder as well. You have plenty of people, obviously, very, very fructiferous uh, period of, of time for music. But and so you have that all of that blend of everything that I told you so far. So let's just rep, let's just rec, uh, recapitulate everything. You have the backdrop of blues, country, Americana, arena rock. In a time that the longer the better, the more history-driven the better, the more epic the songwriting the better. So you have songs like American Pie, sort of a very similar, you know, within that period. You have Cat Stevens as well, with very long-winded sort of story-driven stuff in American, in American music stuff, you know. Obviously, you have Paul Simon as well taking a similar approach during that time, um, having the the simplicity from the sixties being, you know, becoming more complex as the seventies progressed. And you have uh, with Born to Run, sort of like a peak point or a midpoint, because after that everything sort of turned, you know, the the the, the the more progressive elements and the more long-winded elements of songwriting and the more story-driven stuff sort of reached a peak point mid-70s and you and this album is it's pretty much responsible for that too and the uh, arena rock pop side of things took over so you have that movement happening mid 70s 75 precisely the point that this album this album was released and then you have the running to more synthesized more concise more poppy ideas um, and you have the whole advent of synth pop and artists jumping on that train as well and you have pretty much the development of music up until punk sort of in, in the end of the 70s turned everything you know upside down and and things got fragmented i went over this sort of idea uh many many times uh, over this sort of timeline many many times in here uh so even though punk was very short-lived 
it left an imprint that would create the many ripples that it did within music. But we're talking about mainstream sort of radio stuff, right? We know don't need to get into you know what whatever happened after that. Um, I will listen to, especially Nebraska, because I'm very curious about that album, because I never listened to it all the way through. Uh, this one here, very easy to listen to. Uh, it, it is a walk in the park, you know, because it's so, it's so much fun. It's such an epic record. It's such a bombastic record. And obviously it has the emotional and, and, and gut punch capacity of singer-songwriting from the 80s with the capacity for engaging tunes and poppy tunes from the, from the, uh, sorry, the, the, the former is the 70s, the latter is the 80s that I made. So the, the, what I was talking about was the 70s. Now I'm talking about the pop, pop sensibilities from the 80s. And it has that idea as well. So Bruce Springsteen would become progressively more um, approachable with the radio waves, you can say. Uh, with the river and with the darkness of, of an edge town. Those two albums, they still maintain the, the rootsy, Americana bluesy stuff, you know? But they eventually will culminate in Nebraska, which is the uh, legend has it, right? That he was trying to make a very, very epic album. Phil uh, Spector, wall sound sort of approach to things that he tried to do on this project and he did successfully do that but he was trying to reach new limits right he was trying to really be ambitious it was it, it was going to be his um bad sounds i don't know you know he did like the most ambitious record of all, of all time with nebraska it was sort of like a rock opera of sorts you know and the songs that were not happening in the studio the energy wasn't flowing uh, with with the band at that time, and then he just recorded demos. I think it's Rick Rubin that tells that story. I don't know exactly who, where I listened to, where I heard it, but he just recorded demos of that, sort of in a you know, oh, let's try to get back to the the drawing board, and he presented that to the to the label that i think the label didn't like it but then he released anyhow right because the songs were strong and they, they are and it's just him in the in the and the guitar so it's a sort of like pink moon sort of record right uh, from bruce springsteen it's like he's dark and he it's one of the most celebrated records from him fans really love that record and i do have to listen to it i'm not that well versed in bruce springsteen, bruce springsteen uh that i should you know i, I really should be because the guy it's, it's great one of the one of the greats right american music speaking speaking of american music i put him on mount brushmore for sure uh next to bob dylan paul simon i will probably say um i'll, I'll i'm not gonna put new young because you know fuck new young as of lately but I'll probably put Paul Simon, Neil Young, Bruce Springsteen, and Bob Dylan. I think those are the four biggest American singer-songwriters 
you can put Stevie Wonder there instead of Neil Young. Yeah, put Stevie Wonder in there. Sorry, Neil. You got sacked, bro. What can you do? You just go go back to Spotify, you old idiot. Sorry, Neil. You don't listen to Spotify, so you're not gonna listen to this, right? Anyway. Very bombastic, very epic, very arena rock, very folksy, very varied instrumentation, rock and roll, dead rock vibes on the best way possible. Born to run, listen to it while just going somewhere. You know, it's the perfect road trip record. You know, it's the album about getting away from your normal life and trying to prove who you are and doing that in a epic bombastic sexy amazing way which is how he did it with this record the man was 26 you know that says a lot as well the the, the maturity level of his of his songwriting and and his um, capacity for arrangements and his his just his his storytelling and the grandiose of of the grandiosity of what he was doing is is really amazing. Really something else. And then after Nebraska, which is the, like the dark, I, I forgot to finish that story, uh, which is the dark point sort of you know lower point of the career in terms of bombastic city bombastic city bombastically speaking you know he goes then and and does um born in the usa which was like it really was the mtv era sort of how people came to know him in a you know global and national basis now he has a podcast with Obama, which I'll never listen to ever in my life. So, you know, but as far as I can tell, a very decent person, as far as I can tell, because I'm the only opinion that matters, right? And I believe that's it. Check it out, Born to Run. Do it from 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 beginning to end because it does have a very interesting arc there, how how it happens, you know. It's a short album, I think. It doesn't have more than forty five minutes, perhaps. It's a very short album, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. I gotta check. Thirty nine minutes. Yeah. Well, that's a breeze. That's a walk to the. That's a walk to the supermarket. Supermarket. To get some milk yeah if you live where I, where I live at least which is far from everything all right thank you very much for listening to this as always and i'll be heat stroked a little bit more uh, self-conscious than usual but let's go let's keep it up thank you very much bye bye